five, four, three, two, fun. Welcome to another episode of the Ready, Set, Pwn podcast, your premier podcast for the Vancouver Titans and the Toronto Defiant. I'm your host, Omnistrife, filling in the impossibly big shoes and impossibly sultry voice of Lightforce this week. Joined virtually, as always, by Jordan at Sir Dr. JM. Welcome, Jordan. Thank you, thank you. Excited you to be here. the big news. Uh, what big news? I haven't heard anything. Um, the, the contender skin, if you, if you might have noticed, they actually made the logo uh, a bit less pixelated in this oh, patch. So it's, it's huge. It's still pixelated as hell, but it's a little oh. bit better. I was going to say we got the 4K version finally, but I guess. <laughs> no, it's more like the 480p instead of 240p. <laughs> I don't know what's uh, wrong with it. Maybe it's too stretched. Um, <laughs> were there other things too that, that were revealed? Is there you know, any other news? This I haven't heard anything, so I think uh, it's going to be a short yeah. episode. So Chris maybe was we probably like, say yeah, nothing to talk about. Yeah, catchphrase and uh, all that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but no, we, we had uh, huge announcements, actually. We, we saw uh, a new dev update, which we'll actually, uh, actually talk about in depth. Lots of news about Incoming beta, incoming alpha. This is Overwatch 2 we're talking about. It's no longer a myth, but an actual thing. It's an actual game. In fact, some people are already playing it as we speak right now. So that's pretty cool to, to you know, consider. <laughs> that is pretty cool. It's, uh, the dream is a reality, finally. Yeah, for some people. Yeah, for some. Okay, let's just get to it because there's lots of things to go through. And now uh, let's start moving that payload. Moving the payload. Join me! Hidden behind all those Overwatch 2 uh, reveals and news, we did have a, a few few things happening with the Titans. If you were in the Discord, you saw that they have their next uh, Discord tournament going on. So there's a lots of rules in there. Everybody is free to, to join if you're 16 plus. If you're from Canada, you can join either if you're a player on PC or console. You have to be Canadian and outside of Quebec. So nothing really changed. What did change is that we, we saw, I think the prize pool is, is a little bit higher, $2,000 Canadian. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it sounds pretty cool. I like that they're going to show the match on YouTube. I think it's March 20th. And at the time of recording, I think right now you can still register. I think it's you know done uh, midnight tonight, the registration. So if you're listening to it, you can no longer participate. So, yeah. unfortunately, what do you think about this uh, little tourney? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, honestly, these are these are the kind of things that uh, you know would would get many people through a long off season. I think the the sort of key component to it is uh, if it is in fact going to be on YouTube and everything. Because um, I mean, that's what that's what people want to see. I mean, even even if it is an amateur kind of uh, tournament. You know, it's exciting mm-hmm. to watch people play and and compete, right? Whereas it's been a long off season and we haven't yeah. gotten to see a lot of that. So, yeah, I agree with you. If you still have aspirations to, you know, pop off in six v six, it might be one of your True. last chances to do that. Uh, yeah, and, and I'm all for engaging, you know, with the community. For prize pools are always right. like a draw. Uh, I think last time we we tried to participate, there were like teams in there that were like almost tier two level so yeah. i'm sure there'll be enough participants who 
you know, come in and, and, you know, take it seriously. So good luck to everyone who participates and uh, yeah, good luck with that. And good job for the Titans. We were, we're not only uh, criticizing, <laughs> you know, your organization. Of course, uh, credit is given when it's due. Uh, right. On the Defiant front, though, I think not a lot has happened. I went to their Twitter and the Discord, and it's mostly just reactions to, you know, the big news and nothing really going on there. It's kind mm -hmm. of odd seeing it like this, right? Talking about news from the Titans, but nothing much happening on the Defiant front. Yeah. At least on this week. Definitely seems, uh, I, I think, I mean, you gotta, gotta figure everyone's just reveling in the fact that we have actual Overwatch yeah. 2 information and stuff on the horizon. I did see, looks like seven hours ago, the Toronto Defiant had a, uh, put out a tweet, style, comfy, edgy colors, <laughs> shop.defiant.gg. And I was really hoping that, is this new merch? No, it's not. This looks no, like it's, the same it's still which, the same edgy, gear. which surprised me because when I saw that, I was like, "Ooh, are we getting the new merch drop real soon? Are they teasing it out?" But it is just a link to their store, which hey is great. Doesn't look like they have any sales on right now, but you got to figure teams will be uh, probably starting to celebrate the new season soon, mm -hmm. and hopefully putting up uh, some some sweet deals and stuff like that in preparation for the start of the next season. So, mm -hmm. how do you capitalize though on the Overwatch Two Bonanza? If you're an Overwatch League team, is there any way to <laughs> use oh, that man. to leverage that? I don't know. Uh, I guess your 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 best bet is to. Uh, celebrate out with the old <laughs> and in with the new kind of be like hey this is the last chance to get this stuff before uh, overwatch right. 2 comes, begins right. kind of thing i guess we did see some uh characters from the new you know reveal how their styling changed a little bit and that will be a great segue to actually go to the to the bigger news so we we pushed this little payload of no real news and let's just get on to the fray and, and get deep into the big reveal It's out. We got a big dev update titled with, you know, Overwatch 2 updates. Mm -hmm. um, it started kind of apologetic. I mean, <laughs> yep. it's been now, what, two years almost since Echo uh, yeah. came out. So it is kind of bad, I guess, and they should feel bad. But but finally, <laughs> it's bad know, and they should feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but we're like, you know, that I guess hardcore Overwatch players, uh, they have like, you know, Stockholm syndrome at, at this point. Where like, mm -hmm. we get punished and we we're we're mistreated by the developers. But once they throw some scraps our way, we're all back in it and we're addicts. How, what, what can you say? Mm -hmm. And and uh, uh, I like some of the phrasing there. He he did mention the word the words "living game." That <laughs> this term kind of was uh, funny mm -hmm. because you know, as opposed to Overwatch One, which is kind of dead now. Yep. And a goal was stated for Overwatch 2 where 
we they want it to be the most most vibrant and most dynamic PvP experience. Mm-hmm. And from there, um, they went to announce that they want us, the players, you know, to get the game sooner. So so they decided to decouple the PvP uh, content from the PvE. Whereas before, uh, Overwatch 2 was supposed to be this uh, big amalgamation of, of more single-player content. The kind of stuff we, we, you know, usually got bits of with, you know, the... the um, archives events and mm-hmm. junk sign. this was supposed to be a bigger draw for for the casual audience those who don't really you know play the competitive queue or quick play all the time and what do you think about this decision of, of splitting up the two and, and just letting people get into pvp sooner than you know just waiting for the whole package honestly i mean i i kind of i do think it's the right call ultimately i think it it kind of ties back into all these delays, we've been you know, rumored delays because I don't know that they ever really confirmed delays and things like that, or they yeah. ever announced a release date to delay. In a way, they hinted exactly. to them, right? Yeah, so I, I kind of think that it makes sense, and it's probably probably for the best. I even think, you know, we had talked about some of this um, just in the sense of, um, I know there was, there was back in, I don't know, November, December, um, I had brought up halo infinite and how the launch for that had seemingly gone very well mostly focusing on uh shipping a few key components kind of thing and it seemed like at the time they had brought in a few key people who were able to look at the project you know from that whatever you want to call it ten thousand foot view and say Mm -hmm. these are our core pillars of the game if we split the game into these we focus on these you know maybe we put out two rather than three and it kind of seems like Overwatch somewhere along the line was finally able to look at things from that view and made the call to say, look, we're not, if we ever have a hope of shipping this game uh, and pleasing the fans in any realistic way, we're not going to be able to release the whole thing at once. Um, yeah. Or it's going to be, you know, 2024 before that happens kind of thing. And so I, I think they made the right call, honestly, get, get something out rather than nothing. Um, and especially in the sense too, that, you know, the, the first game was, uh, obviously a PVP only game. Um, you know, yes, they're, they are expanding that seemingly quite significantly. Um, but I really do think that, you know, your core audience was probably the PVP side and, and Hey, on the, um, on, on sort of the, the positive side of things, it's real easy for them to have more than one marketing pop at this point. You know, they've now got this kind of hits as a beta slash alpha announcement. They've got Mm -hmm. the league starts, which obviously we run through the league. You know, we've talked about before, maybe they, they tie in some unveilings and announcements into the league. They have the grand finals. Then they're able to officially announce a release date for, or a public beta of sorts where everyone gets access to the, um, the PVP side. And then they have yet another marketing pop where they say, right. okay, we're finally letting you get your hands on with the co-op slash, you know, single player. If it's, yeah, if, if that's they can how it goes kind of thing, trickle so. it in. Exactly. They, they kind of gives them the opportunity to be like, yeah. look, we were going to launch one game and have one big pop. And now we're going to have maybe slightly smaller, mm-hmm. but even still pretty significant drops. Right. 
Yeah, I'll get really to what what was announced, and we'll talk about that uh, mm-hmm. a little bit more. Uh, to me, it seemed like a lot of people did react to this um, not necessarily not necessarily very positively. Like we saw mm-hmm. a tweet from Siegel, I believe, that where people might be you know reacting awkwardly to this. So if we're just you know getting these updates, is this, is this just like an Overwatch one expansion pack, mm-hmm. and and is it really a new game? I don't want to, you know, reopen that can of worms because that's like a whole discussion in itself. Is Overwatch two is is that mm-hmm. two is justified now after all 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 been you know delayed said and and the, philosoph- uh, the philosophy behind the game probably changed. To me, I think him starting Aaron Keller when he started this video with this apology, I think it was kind of like a realization that their uh, strategy did not work for Overwatch. In my mm-hmm. eyes, when they announced Overwatch 2, like it was still in that old, old mode of Blizzard where the game will be out when it's done, right? It mm-hmm. was kind of like a catchphrase for all of these Blizzard products in the past. Mm-hmm. And it did produce great, you know, achievements in gaming and, and the, the games we love so much. But the landscape really changed. For better, for worse, a lot of games are you know, released in that unfinished, quote unquote, uh, uh, you know, uh, condition where you can always trickle in, where live service comes in, uh, battle pass. Obviously, there's lots of ways to monetize that. And I think Overwatch now to keep up with the times if they want to compete with the likes of, I don't know, Fortnite, Valorant, and, and be relevant in this world, they need to adapt and really push uh, the game as soon as possible into the hands of gamers. So, so that's Kind of why I think they they change the course and and I'm I'm all for it I am I'm, I'm ready I just want to play the darn game I'm yeah. more of a PvP player myself of course I see the value in the PVE because lore is so hard to come by and we're all like so attached to these characters and they are great characters the world is very interesting and I and I can't wait to learn more about it but if it pushes back the game another one and a half two years even more than that mm-hmm. um, i understand their like uh, um you know decision to change to alter course really and what was announced let's just get back to that to the real news like the beta was announced late april we, we weren't given a specific date but late april was was mentioned so it's actually before uh overwatch league starts which is on may 5th so there might be like a away there people thought that we might see overwatch 2 for the first time uh uh during overwatch league but maybe that well not maybe if they do deliver on that uh, promise it will be before that um 5v5 of course will be part of it sojourn will already be playable uh mm-hmm. four new maps nothing that we did not see before uh push is also part of it of course with some of the maps being mode, uh, push yeah. maps right i think uh rome and, and toronto are push maps mm-hmm. we are gonna see the reworks for sombra and bastion that were previously revealed bastion with a hat of course very important yep, uh, yep. Uh, uh, rework and orissa and doomfist probably doomfist uh, that tank rework that was you know floating around the forums i, I guess there's a reason why it was leaked so it's probably a thing orissa though that's an interesting one being as mm. she's i don't think she's changing her role probably not she's orissa right but maybe she's getting some mobile tools and stuff like that because the game is might mm-hmm. or not might not be coming uh, a little bit more dps focused 
And what else did we get? We all, we, oh, we were also promised a new ping system, which is pretty exciting. If you ever yeah. played like Apex, you can use your, you know, aim, your cursor to point somewhere in the map and, and point, uh, uh, point out enemies or point out some gear to, to your teammates, which is obviously a very good tool. Cause mm-hmm. if you played, um, you know, Overwatch in the past, you might just shout, Oh, Hanzo in the back or, Mm-hmm. There's a reaper on top of cafe or or look to the theater, which is, you know, hard because it is Overwatch. Not a lot of people are, are in chat anyways. And, and if there's like a, something that pops on your screen, it'll be much easier to to spot, especially if you're like take snipers into considerations or flankers. It's a good addition, of course. Yeah. And then, you know, the sign up for for the beta went live barely. Did you get in? <laughs> I did get in uh, shortly after. I think it was shortly after I saw your tweet because I am, um, you know, obviously I'm up at early in the morning for work and everything and just mm-hmm. pop on Twitter within, you know, first 20 minutes of logging in for work. Naturally, you need a break after 20 minutes of hard work. Um, and I saw the announcement and I saw the link and I hit it. And of course, I hit it with absolutely no faith it was going to work. And the first thing that happens, you hit it and almost immediately it says mm-hmm. unavailable or there was an error or whatever. And I was yeah. like, all Try right, again later. Yeah, I, I guess we'll just have to remember to do this throughout the day. And I actually completely forgot for a good few hours. Then I saw your tweet that you'd got in and I went, oh, crap, I bet it's working now. So then I jumped harder. on it and I tried it again. And sure enough, that right as soon as I uh, jumped back in there, it worked. So I'm sure after things had died down a little bit after the servers weren't, weren't uh, being slammed so hard. I, I did get my request in there. Um, if I get through, I will uh, be shocked and have to figure something out because as I've mentioned before, you know, I'm traditionally a console player. I do have the game on PC, right. but I'm uh, lacking in the PC department uh, that it's time can handle to, it. Know, so Jump ship. <laughs> exactly. I Well, and I'll have to get some hardware of some sort, but I've got quite a collection laying around here so i might be able to get something but yeah, yeah um, i was hitting that f5 button all the time yeah. to trying to get you know i finally got it uh i got also uh got in for for lena's account uh, oh nice yeah some people actually got like their alt accounts in there too but yeah yeah <laughs> too I, much i heard that too i heard people got like five accounts in there and stuff yeah so. yeah it's kind of nuts well we'll I, see yeah i i hadn't considered it and, and i mean one thing I always struggle with with these betas and everything too is like yeah I guess especially in a competitive game you know you get a leg up because you Mm -hmm. you know learn the characters learn the maps learn the skills and whatever Um, but I definitely have always struggled with kind of wanting to play them um, because there is frequently that you know it's it's that debate of well what really carries over like I say in in a PvP game sure your skills can transfer over but, you know, you don't get anything typically in-game that actually shows sure. progress. So I don't know how much I would realistically play the beta. Um, I do like kind of that that surprise. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. fun fun to be there on day one with, with everyone else. But you're going to watch it on Overwatch League anyways. No? It, but exactly. I was going to say, I mean, I'm going to be so ingrained anyways that all I'm going to yeah. want to do is play it, right? So, yeah. Twitch as well. I'm sure we're, we're going to see a bunch of streamers. Uh, play it like on related news you can actually see if mm-hmm. you go on to twitch you'll see a, a very weird site you might encounter overwatch being in the top two or three mm-hmm. uh, of, of the game stream because of like players like xcc are, are coming back to the oh, game yeah. which you know i know a lot of people don't like this but it is the reality of this world where really? some streamers can actually affect 
your game by a lot. And and it's just nice to see more people are getting drawn back in. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good sign. There's a lot of hype. And of course, we were also told uh, that Overwatch League pros are going to be playing Overwatch, not in the beta, but in alpha state, even a more early build as soon as possible. And then it mm-hmm. was confirmed, I think, what, a day after or even earlier than that, that players are already getting access to it and yeah. uh, are already playing. Uh, some are already bored, apparently. With, <laughs> with I didn't see game. that. Did you Did you see someone tweeting that or something? Yeah, there was a tweet by Sam from... You missed that one? From, I did not um, see that. The Shock. Oh, of course. He said, I'm already bored. That was yeah. the tweet. That's funny. Apparently, though, he, he got roasted on competitive Overwatch Reddit. He's like the <laughs> kind of guy who's like... Everybody yeah. who watches the stream, every time something is like not going his way, mm. he's like, oh, this is boring. Interesting. And maybe and people were alluding to the fact that he's probably benched anyways. Gotcha. <laughs> I was, like, was going to say that. Really yeah. hard. People turn really hard on him. I don't know if it's justified or not. But when like all the eyes are on you and your first like Overwatch 2 related tweet is something like that. Of course. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was kind of rough. That's funny. Um, and yeah, I mean... It, well, should we should we dive into the details? Like, I want to talk about some of this now. You know? Hell yeah! Well, what should right. we talk about? You want to talk about the new designs? That we're- uh, sure. I think that's a great spot to jump off of. Sure. Um, because you you mentioned Arisa, and I was kind of thinking about that because, um, certainly I didn't expect to hear that. Um, but at the same time, it's interest. It, it makes sense. Because I think obviously we see, um, you know, tank and support roles being the the two that have far less uh, characters or heroes than uh, mm-hmm. the DPS. So it makes sense that yeah, there's probably a pretty significant focus on uh, the tank role, and it would also yeah. make sense that yeah, given we have heard that characters like Doomfist, um, maybe even May, are being brought over into more of a tank role. It makes sense that, you know, yeah, we want to beef that up. So we're going to bring a number of characters over. So you are going to see, uh, you know, significant reworks to Orisa. Mm-hmm. And Orisa was one of the ones that we hadn't seen previously, I think. We saw Reinhardt. We saw Zarya. We saw a little bit of Winston. Um, with, right. You know, his his more long-range cannon. Long-range like cannon. Did we see um, something that was done to D.Va? I don't think so. Not yet. I think D.Va was playable, but they hadn't really shown any changes for her. Right, right. Because um, I think in that sort of show match they had, I'm pretty sure like Space was trying to sure. and uh, some, at least a little Hog, bit. Hog, probably not. Who yeah. else do we have? Sigma. Hog Bolt. is an interesting one because I almost see Hog as like potentially one that needed the least tweaking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because he, he almost was more of a damage-focused sort of self-sustaining <laughs> he I was playing totally overwatch 2 before it was even announced that's right that's right but yeah, yeah so i, I guess it, it brings the point back that with just a single tank they must be more self-reliant mm-hmm. in a way no yeah yeah and, and and i think we've seen that with you know uh the zarya bubbles being um i think they they last a little longer i think she's got more charges on them um and i vaguely remember them being slightly larger or something like that she had um, two i think oh is that what it, that's all it was okay. yeah she could she could you know uh utilize two bubbles at the same yeah. time either one on herself or the teammate or two teammates right. if i if i'm not mistaken but like it was before who knows what it is right now yeah yeah no so so uh, ultimately i'm i'm excited i mean we had talked before how much did we really think we were gonna see when when i mean at the time i think we're talking when we get access but 
you know, for argument's sake, let's talk when, when we see pros playing this game and everything. Um, yeah. And honestly, this is more than I thought. I, I would have been pretty confident we'd see maps. Um, so I'm glad that we are. Uh, the game mode, obviously, I think that one was kind of a no brainer because, you know, we knew they were getting rid of 2CP, so they kind of had to fill that yeah. gap. They already showed it, um, you know, they played it during the last World Cup. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> um, one thing that, I mean, I mean, you mentioned it a little bit already, but the ping system, I think, a bit of a shock for me. And the funny thing is as well, for for you PC players, I mean, you guys are are no stranger to having many, many keys. But for me, I'm like, where are they going to stick that thing on the controller? Because, you know, even with some of the more recent characters like uh, like Echo um, and Sigma, it took a significant amount of work for me to wrap my brain around how many... Finger gymnastics. Exactly. Around how to use their abilities with the controller. Because, you know, Overwatch is not a simple game. And throwing a controller with a limited number of buttons you know, you're, you're dealing with even more complexity, whereas a keyboard, obviously you've got, you know, tons of, tons of room to work and, and key bindings you can change and everything. So I'm, I'm really like, you know, I, I know in apex or at least I think in apex, um, it's on R one or something like that. It, mm-hmm. I, I, I played apex for a little bit, but it's been a while at this point, but anyways, um, you know, in, in games like that, it's relatively easy to point and, you know, ping. Um, so I, I am very curious to see, just how they implement that because it needs to be easy to do right no, no matter where you're playing it needs to be accessible it needs to be a quick you know like if you really want it utilized and yeah. if you want it utilized to the best of its ability you need to be able to turn and call out something right um really quick and and it will drastically improve the communication i mean if you watch uh apex you see it get used a lot right even right. you know the obvious is marking someone in the distance yeah. but overwatch not really much of a you know it's not not a battle royale like apex where you're dealing with these huge sight lines and things like that there's twists and turns and you're often dealing with people flanking and stuff like that so um it's going to be interesting to see how they implement that but i think it has the potential to to be huge um yeah so yeah excited yeah i i completely agree to me it's one of those things that if you implement it well and Mm -hmm. i will kind of give an example of what i think would be a good system is that it will alleviate the need to having to, you know, put what you want to say in words. Like mm-hmm. whenever you uh, use, I don't know what's the the confirm button on, you know, on console, but on PC, if you uh, click that confirm when you're pointing on on the anywhere or, or nothing in particular, it would mm-hmm. say I acknowledged or I understand. But if you point it on your payload, it's like get to the payload. Right. Or right. if you want to say I'm I'm with you, if you point on a character, it's like I'm 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 behind you. I've got your back or something like that. And each character has their own like, yeah. unique way. It's to say it's it. like somewhat context sensitive. Exactly. And if yeah. you're not pointing at someone, let's just say group up here. So in a mm-hmm. way, I'd like the character to really, you know, if I'm pointing at an enemy. Like a tracer would automatically say widows over there and you get that ping lit up mm-hmm. on your screen and you know, or if you point out to like a health pack, well, by, um, after a while, you'll know where the health pack is in any yeah. map. But like, you, you know what I mean? Like context related, if you ping your, mm-hmm. your healer and your fire waves, like, oh, our, uh, our Zen is under attack or something cool like that. Yeah. You know, the, the writers, uh, even though, you know, we don't have a lot of, uh, of, 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 
cutscenes, uh, they're pretty mm-hmm. uh, talented with how they uh, give more character to these uh, char- uh, to the heroes, really. And and I'd like to hear some some of these call outs. Even even yeah. the way they ask for healing is so different between mm-hmm. the characters, uh, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I need healing. Or yeah. like, wait a second, heal me. You yeah, <laughs> without the you know, yeah, it's yeah. a family friendly. Uh, podcast anyway so like i said I, I i'm i'm excited about stuff like that that you don't even expect and you're like it's easy to understand really quickly of oh yeah that's gonna make mm-hmm. a ton of difference for a game like overwatch yeah. which, which is so much affected by like how well you communicate co- cooperate with your team exactly yeah. so another tool that will maybe help people who are not really confident with joining chat or, mm-hmm. or in, in ways that you can ask for like you know healing or, or move to the payload, which is sometimes is, is, is better when you don't use your voice. Like sometimes when a person asks for healing in chat, I, I cannot really associate his voice with which character he is. Yeah. I don't know. But if you implement it well, it can really uh, make a difference. So mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. It's also interesting to just, you know, again, the Apex or Fortnite or whatever comparison sure. is interesting as well because there's such different style games where you know, in, in Apex, it's commonly used if you are, whatever, away from your teammate in some way, you open a box and a bunch oh, of weapons pop out. And, you know, there's a purple weapon or something like that, or an armor set that, you know, you already have a helmet, someone else needs one. Players often ping those to say, hey, if anyone on my team needs, you know, another shield refill or another armor, uh, whatever, uh, uh, another piece of armor, they ping those and it will actually show the color to the teammates. So cool. they know what you know oh i only have green i should go grab that kind of thing and overwatch doesn't have that right unless we get you know i don't know some version of a battle royale which would be all kinds of different for overwatch but um you know it's interesting in that context because that's i think frequently what it's used for as well so strictly using it for callouts um you know is tough but like you say i like the context stuff where yeah you know maybe it's oh pinging the payload and and, you know, it has a different voice line associated to it or something like that. Um, so I definitely like that. I think that's that's a great idea. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, unfortunately. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to I was going to move on to the maps if you want. Yeah, for sure. Just to, before that, I was just about to say that there's also a dark side to this uh, as well, where people might, you know, be abusing it or look behind you all the time yeah. and sabotaging and being toxic about it. Well, we'll see. That's that's okay. or like uh, pink pink the character you want to everyone to report. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone report, 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 report. Or like uh, uh, you know, tactical crouch on this guy. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, there's yeah. uh, it has that context. If someone's down and you ping their body, the voice line is Maps. tactical crouch, tactical crouch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so in terms of maps, you want to talk about the map pool for Overwatch League, right? Yeah. Um. So, I think so. Uh, Let's uh, yeah, let's address the entire release uh, news release that we got after the day after the big uh, oh was dev that update. We also had a community update from Overwatch League, right? We got to see Zoe again, Mister X, and Sean Miller, and a bunch of news was uh, uh, revealed. Uh, first of all, the full schedule is out, so if you want to go on to OverwatchLeague.com, uh, you can find the full uh, 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 schedule there. I actually looked up. Uh, the Canadian Bowl games between the Titans mm-hmm. and Defiant. We're going to have to wait a lot of time for those. They're playing twice, as you know, in, in the North American uh, region. Everybody plays each other twice. The first game 
is going to be in August 12th <laughs> on a Friday at 3 p.m. So that's a clean one, 150 games uh, days away from now. We're going to have to wait all the way to the Summer Showdown tournament. And the second game is even later than that. It's on a Sunday, October the 2nd, 3 p.m. again during the Countdown Cup. So the cool thing about it is by that time, you know, it's the second half of the season. Both teams will be known quantities by then. Um, more news that were announced is Sojourn, like in the beta, is, is going to be played from day one. So if she's a viable character, we can discuss her a little bit later as well. And uh, the league, with releases of new content and, and heroes like uh, Aaron Keller promised it's going to go, with every cycle of tournaments, they're going to add, uh, they're going to update to the re- most recent patch. And finally, the maps that were revealed, we're going to have Control, Elios, Lijang Tower, and Oasis. Hybrid is going to be Eichenwald, uh, Kings Road, and Midtown, which is the name for the New York, New York uh, map. Escort is going to be Circuit Royale, Monte Carlo. It's, it's pretty cool. They're pushing a Formula One uh, mm-hmm. car down mm-hmm. the track. Dorado, Route 66, and Gibraltar, all good maps, of course. And finally, Push, where we're going to see Coliseo. It's the name for the Rome map. And the new Queen Street for the Toronto map. Uh, pushes. So I think that covers everything that was revealed there. What do you think? Let's start with the map pool. Sure, let's start with the last one. I mean, I've got to admit, I honestly didn't even really realize that these were two different drops of information. So, <laughs> yeah, sorry for jumping to the the community no update there. Hey, that's um, why I'm I'm doing this hosting that's game. Why now. You're hosting, that's right. So um, avoid chaos. Yeah, but yeah, no, I I'm excited for the maps. I think maps are one of the things for me that did always get me the most excited. I mean, everyone's always mm. excited for a new hero and everything like that. Um, but I really did always like when, when we get new maps, cause then it's a lot of the time you're finding new strategies, you're finding, you know, new vantage right. points, you know, people don't obviously know all of the, the sight lines and things like that. So I always like that kind of exploring that new space. Um, even, you know, I mean, I'm not the hugest free for all player, but even with the free for all maps, I like diving into them just to walk around and explore and see what kind of new design things they're playing with and everything like that right um so this is our playground right exactly right like it's fun to just walk around kind of take a look um even watching like you know fly through videos on on youtube and stuff like that where people are just free flowing through them so anyways uh in terms of the overwatch league uh this is obviously i think for the most part it's a collection of the fan favorites plus a few new ones you know i don't think they included any that people don't like um, you know, at least that's kind of my view of it. Least favorite on here for me is probably Oasis, but it's not like I have a real problem with it. Um, personally as a player or just watching it? Uh, mostly as a player, uh, yeah. watching it, honestly, I, you know, uh, I don't know that I have much of a problem watching any of them. Um, it, yeah, I don't know why Oasis for some reason, just, I don't know the vibe, the style of it. I'm not as crazy about it as the other maps, but Outside of that, I mean, you know, I think it's safe to say that Ilios and Lee Jang are fan favorites, Eichenwald, King's Row, uh, you know, Dorado, Gibraltar, Route 66. The only one that jumps out that I think a lot of people probably like is maybe Hollywood that's not on here. Um, but that's mm-hmm. largely because there are so many escort maps, right? Yes. Um, and, and that's why they have four maps in the pool for escort rather than three on, on the others and then obviously two for push. 
I do wonder if uh, they'll stick to two maps with push once we get more push maps. Um, you know, will they stick to two and just cycle them out, or will they add a third kind of thing? Um, could be interesting there. But overall, yeah, how they structure each game that'll be interesting, like they did yeah. before. You have the them, you know, ordered by map type. Yeah, and and also interesting that there's no new control map. Um, I wonder if they're kind of saving that for, you know, another one of those big kind of pops um, yeah. because that would be exciting. And on the, on the flip side of that, obviously they have one new map in every category except control. So oh, yeah, that's true. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see what they come out with for control. Um, there's potential that it's just a map type. They're not really focusing on yeah. because I think control is probably one of the easier to understand game modes. Um you know, hybrid, obviously you've got sort of a, a, a combo of two. It's in the name. It's a hybrid map kind of yeah. thing. Um, you know, escort, not everyone is super. I mean, in my mind, that came from TF2, the whole pushing the payload kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a little, can be a little bit new for people who are new to the game. And then push obviously is new for all of us. Um, so I think control is kind of the easiest to wrap your head around from a viewer standpoint. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they can do there. But I'm excited to see these maps. I know we've seen a little bit of them in the, uh, you know, the stage, the pro matches that they had, you know, in the grand finals last season and things like that. Um, obviously, I'd be, you know, be remiss to say that I'm not excited to see uh, New Queen Street because I think everyone listening should be because obviously that's we're finally getting our due with some Canadian representation there. So, oh yeah, yeah, map looks beautiful. I'm 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 a sucker for like extreme weather maps. Yeah. <laughs> so, like for example, when when you have uh, the holiday maps happening mm-hmm. in, in in the snow, I'm I'm a sucker for that because you know it it feels novel, it feels fresh. Totally. Yeah. It looks like a great locale, of course, being Canadian and all that. I'm I'm mm-hmm. proud of it uh, being there. Hopefully, we'll get somewhere. Down the road, also a Vancouver map. Imagine like pushing a payload through downtown over, you know, over uh, uh, Lionsgate Bridge mm-hmm. into the mountains. That would be sick. That would be that would be um, very cool. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Give us more uh, <laughs> uh, Canadian maps. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. What do you think about 2CP being out forever? Um, I mean... Obviously, probably one of, I think, the most shocking announcements that they that they kind of put out there. And obviously, they put it out a little while ago. Um, but, uh, yeah, just, I, I wouldn't have thought they would put the work in to build the game mode just to say, we're getting rid of yeah. it. You know, it is so definitely one of the one of the more shocking announcements. Mm-hmm. And I also do kind of hope that. I mean, I'm sure they'll have, you know, a workshop mode and they'll be available to play and stuff like that. And I'm sure they'll have, um, you know, an arcade mode of some sort, which is hopefully it's not just two CP, but maybe it's like a classic mode and you can get a two CP map in there. Um, but I hope they do something with the the locations at least, you know? Yeah. Like I love I the agree. setting of Anubis, but yeah. unfortunately that map kind of sucks. Well. I was just going to say Hanamura is a great one as well. Yeah. Um, arguably Hanamura better than Anubis, but I, I love the sort of Egyptian theme of yeah. Anubis. So it'd be great to see them kind of use or, or build maps and other game modes sort of taking place around the same region, something like that. Um, but overall, yeah. not really, not really going to miss the, the game mode overall. So. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree with the criticism for 2CP, maybe because I'm not a pro 
player. I was never that adamant about hating 2CP, even I'm, though like, I despise yeah. Volskaya. Like, for me, that was like me too. the bane of my existence, even yeah. more so than Horizon or, or Paris were, which yeah. were completely removed. I'll talk about yeah. that a little yeah. bit soon. Um, I'm with you. To me, erasing a map entirely is like erasing a character that doesn't yeah. like you. Just don't do it. It's like... Mm-hmm. It's a location we spend so much time in. You just, I don't know, put a payload in there or something. Yeah, just totally. Bring Rework us it. back to those yeah. places. They're going to be so, we're going to look at those uh, uh, locations fondly after a while. Mm. We're like, oh, I want to take me back. <laughs> so I, I really am, uh, you know, agreeing with you about not just losing those mm-hmm. locales. I just don't want them to be like, oh, used for like a, a death match or mm-hmm. I want to see them again in Overwatch League. I, lots of yeah. great memories. Uh, you remember like the finals of season one. You constantly associate uh, like a profit popping off in that Volskaya uh, mm-hmm. map. So many like it's the mode that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. The maps still look great, right? Of course, yeah. Uh, they have a lot of engaging paths to go through. Just figure them out. Just don't yeah, don't totally. just erase them. Uh, what do you think about Sojourn being available for play? I think Ooh. it's probably so hard for coaches right now to to, to <laughs> take in everything. Like it's a new game, five v five, and just to add, you know, that cherry on top, you add in another character in there. It's well, nuts. and and it's also interesting because I um I don't know if you have it in the run of show, but uh, I believe Andy B commented that there isn't going yeah, yeah. to be any hero pools at least for for this season sure. which is when i saw that was shocking but then as i kind of you know dissected it a little bit more it it makes 100% sense because if you're going to be introducing new heroes throughout you the season keep up. Yeah. and <laughs> starting with sojourn like sojourn is obviously going to be one of the most played characters in the first probably at least 2 weeks you have to assume unless she is just absolute garbage um i have to assume we're gonna see a ton of sojourn because everyone's excited to play the new character right um everyone's excited to try out new strategies and figure out the best way to play her um and how she works with other uh you know other uh, dps combos and you think on stage they're gonna be most player most teams are gonna play it i do um i think there are certain with what seems like a dps focus it seems like mm-hmm. Sojourn is a character that's sort of centered around that and also a very traditional sort of FPS style character, um, which is kind of all the evidence kind of leads me to think that Sojourn's going to be played by some of these traditional, um, you know, traditionally really sick uh, sort of hit scan players. Um, yeah. I could, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see, obviously, because we know you know somewhat a small amount about her right now but i do think we're going to see her played quite a bit and you know if hero pools existed we would see her easily be blocked out within you know the first couple of rounds right so interesting that andy b pointed that out that there's not going to be hero pools i think they would have been good to put that in the community update because that would have got a pretty significant pop um but regardless excited to see her um and just just on honestly that was one of the things I was shocked that we're getting on day one, um, yeah. especially with, with the league and everything. And the promise of more heroes after that all just adds to no hero pools for now, seemingly. So I'm happy. 
I agree with you completely on that front. Uh, Andy also mentioned on the forums that they are working, obviously, on new uh, supports and on new tanks mm -hmm. because obviously we have so many DPSs mm -hmm. already. And I get it why like team players and, and support players are upset with like, oh, we have a bazillion mm -hmm. DPS. Let's just bring in another one. Uh, well, I agree. Her kit is 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 pretty interesting, and and most of it was already shown. I don't know if it has changed, but yeah, from what we saw before, she has like a, a she's she's very soldier esque in a way that she's yeah. a mobile you know run and gun type of character, but her gun primarily shoots uh more like Arissa. Oh, does it uh, fire? So it's a little bit. Oh, you okay. got you. You got a. It, it's it's like a projectile, but uh, more fast, faster than Orissa's obviously is. So you need to account for that a little bit. But then the the alternate uh, alternative fire, the the railgun is a hit scan. Mm -hmm. So if you're a player that can play both roles well, maybe right, more of a hybrid. Flick it, and if you can do the more flexible you are, the better. Yeah. And another cool. Thing about her kid that I liked is that her uh, in the highlight. Um, she has a highlight intro where she slides, right? So that will be like kind of oh, your mobility right. thing. Uh, like Hanzo can leap, right? Or McCree can roll. Right. But the cool thing about it is that while she does that, she's also shooting. So you're going to have a lot Ooh. of sick highlights where you're like imagine sliding say. down and you're yeah. gonna... nice. It's going to be sick. I'm it's, hyped as hell. It's the robo legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, lots of comments about those thighs. I'm <laughs> all bricked up. Yeah. <laughs> when you run and gun a lot, you can ask soldier. It's mm -hmm. about them legs. That's Every right. Every day is leg day. That's right. What else did we see? Um, we got the maps. We got mm -hmm. the sojourn confirmation, and we also did discuss the fact that they're gonna bring in new characters and new uh, 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 patches every tournament. I mean, it's not news. They did it before, right? So I'm, what do you think about that? I'm, I'm, I don't really think it needs to be said because I think it kind of irked almost everyone back when they would, you know, uh, I mean, everyone remembers when they released the Sigma patch in the break between the tournament oh, yeah. cycle <laughs> and the actual final for that tournament. And it, I, I think it just kind of rubbed most people the wrong way. And, and I think at the time it really kind of highlighted how out of sync the, you know, sort of main Overwatch team was with the league. Um, and, and it, you know, ties into the, the whole uh, competitive integrity argument mm -hmm. discussion and everything like that. So I think it only makes logical sense that, you know, they're announcing that now, like, look, we're not going to be making changes halfway through a tournament cycle because, it honestly it, it is competitive integrity right it skews things entirely it's like in a game of basketball they suddenly decide to add a second ball halfway through the season or something yeah, like or that like four point line <laughs> exactly like it it just doesn't make sense um and i think to an extent you putting my my project management hat on a little bit it makes sense to just have these as your milestones you know we have a tournament cycle you have a final then you have a break that break is your milestone for releasing new content. Then you have another tournament. Then you have another uh, finals. Then you have another break. It just makes sense to take that time off to introduce changes if it is a live Drastic service. changes. Yeah, right. if it is something like a video game, right? It makes yeah. sense that that's when you introduce one, maybe two new heroes. That's when you introduce yeah. maybe a new map. That's when you balance things and you tweak uh, characters. Um it will be really interesting to see how drastic some of the changes are too, 
Because I think, I mean, Sigma was a really good example where you saw Sigma come out and everything changed to double shield meta. Yeah. It, it yeah. very quickly went Orisa Sigma. And if you couldn't play Sigma, you couldn't compete with the best, right? Remember Bumper? Exactly. That's a really good <laughs> point. That that was kind of uh, Bumper's doom, if you will. Um, yeah. and, and it was obviously unfortunate, but, you know, you can only do so much. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how these characters uh, really play and how they change mm-hmm. even from... Uh, you know, tournament cycle to tournament cycle, because there's going to be challenges. Obviously, they mm-hmm. only have so much testing and, and uh, I guess, people that will have access that they can do that testing with, right? Um, okay. Even even the pros, you have to figure, even if they are pushing updates to the alpha or something like that, that the pros have access to, they're not going to be wanting to use that too, too much because they do want some element of stability and they want to be able to build their team around things that they probably know are going to be more consistent. So sure, they'll try the new heroes. And I think, again, Sojourn being the first one is maybe a bit of an exception in in my mind for that. Um, I think people will flock to Sojourn just because she's new. But I think the other characters, there's going to be a pretty big discussion around, do we go with what we know? Or do we try to figure out how to use these new changes, these new characters yeah. and things like that to the best of our advantage kind of thing. So yeah, to, to, to bring it back to that conversation of utilizing those new characters, I have two conflicting opinions on the matter. On one hand, I do think that people will flock to mm-hmm. her, but not only because she's new, but because sometimes Blizzard, when they release a character, they might be a mm-hmm. little bit too OP. Overpowered. Usually it's, they're over tuning them before they're released. Yeah. Instead of the other way. And that's why, like, with, with the case of, of Bumper and, and, and Sigma, to, to play Bumper's advocate, we did realize later <laughs> down the road that Sigma's actually should be played by, you know, your off tank and not your yeah. main tank. Yeah. Maybe uh, he was ahead of the curve there <laughs> in a way. Uh, but another side of it is, uh, like you said, um, these pros, these coaches, they always, after a while, they, they break the system. Like mm-hmm. Goats broke the system. And totally. they want to fall back onto what works best. And and a lot of times, and I did mention, I, I did criticize the league many times before on their uh, risk aversion in a way. So mm-hmm. maybe a, not lots of teams will, will flock to, to, to uh, Sojourn because they'll try her out and like, well, she got rolled. Fair enough. By McCree, or sorry, Cassidy, who who we are so good at and we're so comfortable with, and we don't have the time to to really understand or break in her kit, so right. to speak, in a way that she'll be able to compete with an Ash or with a Widow or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we, we will see. And that will potentially, in my eyes at least, will depend on how OP she is or how broken mm-hmm. out of the gate she is until people realize and until Blizzard itself realizes uh to what extent she can, she can be pushed and usually the pros you know yeah. uh, lots of people complain why do we uh, um always balance balance for the pros, the pros? Versus, well because yeah. the pros they're like it's like asking why do we always uh, uh, ask professional guitarists how guitars should be built mm-hmm. well because they spend the most time with the system and they understand yeah. it better than you do and and we should realize that as casual players and, and yeah. you know, not not fuss too much about it, but uh, it is what it is. We we should uh, uh, see. It's exciting though. It's definitely it novel, and I'm sure in 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 uh, in the beta, 
when you go in, there'll be that instant uh, uh, race to to lock her up and then play mm-hmm. Sojourn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's whatever for character sure. comes in. That's that's always the case. Definitely. Yeah. What else? Uh, the new patch that was released. We also saw an edition of a Shanghai Dragon Sombra oh, Championship yeah. skin. It was kind of kind of neat. One of my favorites, to be honest. Zhulong, it is called. It's a fire dragon to mm-hmm. you know commemorate the colors uh, and the logo of, of Shanghai Dragons, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks really good. I like how they always kind of uh, uh, highlight a particular hero that mm-hmm. was exemplary or, or very mm-hmm. uh, important in that title run with Lip Sombra obviously being a huge huge catalyst for, yeah. for the, or, or a reason for why they they uh, won the championship. So I think it's a very good skin to me. You know, if we compare the previous skins, we had the Winston uh, yep. pilot, right? The London one. Yeah, that was a good one. Maybe due to nostalgia, it's still my favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the Doomfist was trash. I, I didn't really like it. They didn't really give it its own. It was like a, a ogre doom fist with like weird logo on his uh, uh, um, uh, forehead. But then the second one with the uh, hog was pretty sweet. Uh, I think that's kind of like yeah. highlighted super <laughs> supers uh, 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 work on that character. What do you think about I'm this uh, new skin? Like like you say, I'm I'm a big fan of this one. Um, I think it it does definitely does justice in every way um it possibly could i'd be really curious what the process is behind these like is it the uh, did you watch the video there's a video that they released discussing just that I guess, I guess you're right i do i actually <laughs> didn't watch the video for shanghai but i remember that with with the hog one um but i just think it it, it really is so cool i i was a big fan yeah. of the mvp skins as well obviously i right. now see the flaws in doing something like that mm-hmm. um but I just I think it's so cool how they integrate sort of the teams and and the metas in these, like you say, using you know Winston, who is a, a integral character in London's win, um, and then obviously Doomfist with you know uh, San Francisco's stellar Doomfist play Hog with Super on Hog, um, and obviously Sombra being such an important part with Shanghai. Um, I'm I'm pretty much in line with exactly what you said, you know. Uh, Winston was an awesome one. Hog was an awesome one. This one's great. Doom was weaker. Um, you know, I I hesitate to say there's ever been a bad skin in this game. I think they're all pretty sick. Um, maybe outside yeah. of outside of some of the ones that you know shipped with the launch and that kind of thing. Um, and the Doom Fist one is still really cool. It just doesn't come across all that much as like a San Francisco Shock or like a. Yeah. Um, championship skin it's a cool legendary skin right but it, it never struck me all that much as you know the shock and i get it it has some like i think it's got like some crackling purple kind of shockwave lightning type deal on it which is cool but it just didn't really capture the san francisco shock i felt like whereas the hog one they went complete opposite direction and said we're going whole hog with this and i'm not you know yeah oh, go ahead sorry finish no that's okay and i was just gonna say that it's yeah. got the big belt and everything and I think that one, yeah. that one really captures. It's it's more in your face. I mean, it's it it's is. like your championship ring totally. that's immortal immortalized in the game. Yeah, I think though for that Doomfist, I'm not a hundred percent sure. But when he does his seismic slam, his old, he like mm. use a crater with with the San Francisco Shock logo, which is a nice touch. Oh, I didn't know that. That's actually really. But cool. I don't think it like still uh, as good as the yeah. other uh, uh, um, 
skins are. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they they did uh, post a video. They did a bit uh, a bunch of research about like the types of dragons that correspond oh, okay. to what they That's think cool. uh, the dragons stand for. They gave her a big crown with yeah. you know steam coming off of it to to commemorate the championship. It, it's pretty neat. And if you haven't seen it, like Jordan here, I right. <laughs> totally recommend you go and then have a look. Um, more news with that patch. Also, we we did touch on it a little bit, but it's a little bit mm. weird. I, I really want to hear what you think about this, especially. This being Overwatch 1, and mm. especially this being related to Quick Play, uh, Paris and Horizon Lunar Colony, the maps that we did not see in, in competitive mode for maybe a year or maybe even more, are now removed also from Quick Play. If you were playing Quick Play or Arcade, uh, like Life Force, who's plays, uh, who plays a lot of, of Mystery Heroes, you might go into these maps and you'll be like, oh yeah, these maps exist. At least that's the case for me. Uh, but now they're even gone from there. What do you think is behind that decision? Um, I mean, obviously it ties into the goodbye to CP and everything. Um, ultimately, I think it's probably just a cutting room floor decision, right? They, they probably looked at things and said, look, we've had these on the shelf for so long, trying to fix them and trying to figure out why they, you know, can't be, you know, or or will never be up in the top tier of maps. And I think they probably just had to say, look, we got to move on. Um, I do hope that they will revisit them um, outside of something like a, a an arcade mode or a, a classic mode, like I said. Yeah. I don't know that we will actually see them return. Um, again, great locations, especially Horizon Lunar Colony. I'm I'm a big fan of anything, any of the lore around Winston. Um, yeah, and you know, Watchpoint Gibraltar. I mean, obviously, my own show is called One Man Watchpoint. Largely, when I was trying to figure out a name for that, I was looking at uh, watchpoints, trying to figure out if Overwatch had other watchpoints in the lore. They don't really, which it seems like the kind of thing that they should. Seems they like they are in Overwatch, right? We're yeah. watching or something <laughs> exactly so anyways it's it's a whole thing but like i really like the idea of horizon lunar colony as a concept um and i'd love to see or the, 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 the low gravity area in there oh it's, totally it's really nice yeah it's just got such such nice features like that and and it does have some i mean you know again not to get too much into the lore but it has big details you know heavily yeah. steeped in lore with between the the um hydroponics on there with with growing bananas and stuff like that and Obviously, we know it was overrun with apes at one point and all this yeah. kind of stuff. So it's a really cool map. Um, Winston's child, childhood room. Exactly. Like, it's it's just so cool. And that view from from the colony of the planet Earth has, you know, is obviously seen in um, in Winston's video about his relationship yeah. with the scientists and everything. It's so cool. Um, I really would love to see it come back in some form. But again... Maybe they retool these maps for different game modes. Maybe they kind of, you know, say, oh, this is Horizon Lunar Colony, but a different part of the Lunar Colony. And they just, you know, stick it in a totally different spot on the moon or something. Um, But ultimately, again, it's the game mode that people won't miss, right? That's that's the thing. Um, And the map was built around the mode. That's exactly why it makes me sad. And like, it's like really seeing a character go and, and erased. My hopium here and it's a big dose of hopium is like the only reason why they would take it 
from quick play is maybe they're already reworking it into something different mm. because while I get the argument of this not be maybe a very balanced map or not really fun to play, right? It's quick play. Totally. Why remove it from there? So I'm, I'm, that's a good point. Actually. You know, sniffing on that opium really pull hard that, because I don't want to go into the copium end of, of seeing these maps gone. Lots of great, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, lore points and yeah. still very pretty locales. I mean, who, you know, hadn't trashed that cafe that you spawn <laughs> out of in, in Paris a bazillion times? Yeah. It's, it's great places. So much work went into those That's to make them sure. look good and and like ultimately you know it's it, of course i'm simplifying it to to like huge huge levels but at the end it's just all blocks of geometry and then the stuff mm-hmm. that's layered on top of it what gives it you know its distinct look and feel these are things that can still work just you know rearrange those blocks to make the map more playable because that's essentially mm-hmm. what makes the chokes too tight yeah or 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 the 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 base too uh, uh too heavily defended these are all things that can be moved around it's the assets that you don't want to uh, uh um see disappear nobody yeah. ever said about uh, horizon lunar colony oh the setting sucks it's, yeah totally. there are too many banana trees right in there that's not what bothers too many banana trees (laughs) yeah just work around those uh uh uh, and we saw like maps we worked in the past like Mm -hmm. ike and wild they got got uh, another entrance into it heck we even saw classics like king's road that nobody ever found faults in getting a a, a, you know a a look over for for pve maybe only but we saw like a new path carved into that map so yeah Again, it's the hopium in me. I'm hoping uh, uh, that we will see them return eventually in some, you know, new form, mm-hmm. uh, both into competitive because that's what I mostly play, and I'd like to see that there. And also, as a consumer of of you know the esports Overwatch, I'd like to see you know the best players play on that stage on those on yeah. those maps again. Did did we ever see Horizon Lunar Colony in Paris? In the in the league, yeah, we did. I thought uh, we I did. distinctly remember uh, a sh- uh, like a shock versus Titans in the finals playing on that map too. Oh, really? Uh, um, so we definitely did see that. I also distinctly remember. Uh, uh, you see, that's that's exactly my point. I remember Shanghai Dragons with Gamsu getting their first win on on. Um, Horizon Lunar Colony. No kidding. And lots of crazy plays yeah. uh, in the uh, low gravity area. Which, oh, really? You know, That's so cool. really uh, cool to see yeah. uh, in season one. I don't know if it was, well, season two for sure with the first win from Shanghai. But oh, yeah. yeah, then it was gone. No, unfortunately. that's that, that's interesting because, yeah, I mean, I'm <clears throat> I'm usually just bad at recalling those kind of things. So I was uncertain of that. But But like you say, I mean. It seems like there's ways they can make these things work. Um, I, I do remember some of the changes, especially to Horizon again, where, you know, blocking off rooms and things like that um, or changing yeah. the paths that you could take. Um, yeah, but it'll be interesting to see for sure. Yeah, I like I, I get the like the comments from people. Oh, two C peaking, you know, just go away forever and i'll never miss well we're not talking about two yeah. that we're gonna miss it's those 
locations um, or, or even the games that we saw. When, when I'm not playing, I don't care about it being 2CP. I just remember <laughs> Haxel popping off and, and, you know, slicing everyone in Anubis. Mm-hmm. They even showed uh, totally. in the reveal of Overwatch 2 how they were implementing the sandstorm mechanic yeah, into Anubis right. and everything suddenly started moving and being so dynamic and cool. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'm I'm optimistic about it. I still think that we're going to see it. Uh, maybe not soon, soon, but mm-hmm. eventually. Some variation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> big conversation about the maps. Uh, but this is uh, why it's so fun to, to, to address this new incoming game. Lots of changes because we never saw no any changes to begin <laughs> with. So it's, it's, it's fun to talk about. Other news, uh, we did have a signing. Uh, Outlaws signed Hochi Lee as a, an assistant coach. Not a lot to talk about there. He did used to be on the Defiant. Mm-hmm. And now he's joining uh, the Outlaws. Yep. Assistant coach. It is what it is. Let's yep. hope he can assist <laughs> them in coaching and preparing for Overwatch 2. Um, we did talk a little bit about NDB discussing the new supports and new uh, uh, tanks. Oh, another uh, cool bit of news. Did you watch the um, San Francisco Shock versus O2 Blast uh, tourney over the weekend? I did watch a little bit of it. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was pre-recorded, right? I think so. I think they um, had talked about I don't, that. I don't think it was uh, it was streamed live, but I'm not sure if it yeah. was played live. That's that's what I mean. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think it was pre-recorded but then they streamed it live kind of thing so they could get you know people in the chat and everything um yeah Yeah. it was it was exciting uh you know i think it's interesting because we're seeing some of these orgs kind of take things on themselves obviously we've seen florida do things like this before um even something like the sort of more amateur side with uh vancouver hosting their cup and everything um it's it's always exciting to see this kind of stuff and ultimately it's just great to see the teams kind of taking it on obviously with shock and uh i think energy company that owns them uh is actually i don't remember if they own o2 blast now but they had a big announcement where they were either they did they have a, like an uh, announcement of a partnership exactly. i'm not sure what's the yeah i don't know how exactly it breaks <laughs> down but it's great to see these organizations working together um especially on the you know contender side yeah what that means for Overwatch 2 is still up in the air because I think right now we know that Alpha Access is limited to the league. Um, and <laughs> Tier 2 players like hitting the F5 key yeah, exactly. all the time. Just trying exactly. to get in there like us. Like who knows really what's going to happen there. But uh, regardless, um, it was it was a good one for sure. Yeah, I mean, they, they, these franchises, one of your great strengths or you have the license to operate totally. such uh, uh, attorneys. I really liked it too. Uh, I like seeing that San Francisco Shock still remembers how to play goats really well. They yes, play goats that's right. On 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 Nepal, which is kind of fun mm-hmm. fun to see. Um, they they just killed O2 Blast, from whom they stole uh, poached a bunch of players anyway. Even mm-hmm. before they announced, uh, I think Kilo is from there, and Proper is also taken from there. But then yeah. O2 Blast, they were. Uh, O2 blasting the shock at <laughs> at their spawn really during uh most of Li Jiang Tower, which mm-hmm. was back to you know normal two 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 play. And maybe, you know, the shock are screaming too much 5v5, but they were yep. <laughs> completely outmatched during that. And then they played 5v5 on, on Blizzard World, which was kind of interesting. They used this, you know, custom game mode mm-hmm. that everybody's utilizing. So uh Shock did well there. They had have 
they they had the super plays area, which mm-hmm. I, I don't know how much uh, they're going to use that. But it was interesting to see the, the kind of tanks that were played. We saw the Diva, we saw the Zarya. Um, another thing that I'd like, I'd like to comment on, I think uh, these two guys, what was their what was their name? I think Sideshow and Bren, these amateur oh, yes. uh, casters. I, I think they have some future, and I'd like to see them. You know, maybe given a shot at the Overwatch League. They they were kind of fun. I'd I'd like to see it, but I don't know if they do have a future. Hopefully, <laughs> well, I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> rooting say. I'm rooting for these up and comers. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It it was uh, cool to see mm-hmm. nonetheless, and uh, of course, yeah, good turning. Another one that I added uh, here recently, there was a new comic that came out. Uh, new Blood is actually the fifth episode. I'm, I, I didn't read all of the comics, but this being very recent, I was like, huh, let's just have a look. There's uh, not much uh, uh, to look at otherwise because I'm still hyped in that Overwatch 2 uh, hype cloud. So I went in and looked at it and it was pretty interesting because uh, if you didn't read it yet, it happens actually after mm-hmm. what you know, goes on in that Overwatch 2 reveal trailer where, you know, there's the null sector invasion happening in Paris. So it was cool to see something that happens after. So maybe that's kind of our first drop of, of Overwatch 2 lore. So it, like, I'm not going to spoil it too much, but you do see that it centers around D.Va and, and you know, her squad of mechas that we already were introduced to in, in the past. So it's kind of cool. And it also shows uh, a bunch of Overwatch characters in their new Overwatch 2 attire. Mm-hmm. Um, of which we still did not see Zarya revealed officially or or, or shown in screenshots. And it's kind of cool. She does have uh, kind of a, a better, sleeker look, in my opinion, in that comic. So, yeah, go ahead and give it a read. It's kind of interesting. Yep. And now that we've had so much positivity, you know, let's go back to a let's... little dirt and bad news. <laughs> let's bring it back down um, to the scumbags. Yeah, IGN. Uh, they have had a big uh, um, article written about multiple Activision Blizzard shareholders close to Bobby Kotick. Um, imagine my shock and surprise. They're being investigated for insider trading following the Microsoft deal. So if you don't know what insider trading is, is whenever you get like information that wasn't made to the public, it's still under under wraps, and you you are privy to this kind of information, you you are not supposed to use that information to your advantage in playing, you know, the stock market to gain uh, a bunch of money. That is actually illegal. And <laughs> that is what they're investigated for. Uh, I'd like to hear how shocked you were when you saw that this yeah. headline. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not at all. It's, it's, it was very much a case of, uh, you know, a sinking ship and seemingly there's just the rats. No are, surprise are that yeah, other people ship. are, are bubbling up to the surface as the ship goes down um and the ship i refer to of course is bobby kotick and his career hopefully um yeah but yeah i think uh it was actually talked about over on uh ready set pones discord as well um i don't think this news really surprised anyone i forget uh what the exact amounts were but there were two guys in particular i think that uh sold off a whole ton of shares or something yeah. seemingly new. oh I, I can let's let's give credit where where it's due <laughs> guys let's their name is barry barry diller <laughs> alexander von furstenberg like they even have like those evil sounding names and <laughs> david geffen invested around 108 million dollars in activision blizzard there it is just days before you know 
coincidence. They're, they just got lucky mm-hmm. before Microsoft acquired the company and shares went up in value. Their investment has climbed to $168 million and could be worth upwards of $200 million if they keep their shares until the Microsoft deals uh, deal closes later this year. Mm-hmm. So this is, you know, a definition of what insider trading <laughs> is. Yeah, no kidding. If you ever wondered what it meant, this is exactly what it means. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Not much to say there other than well, I hope these guys get lose all that money because <laughs> that's not <Yeah>. fair. <laughs> exactly. Yep. So with this uh, positive <laughs> conclusion to our list of news, that's where we will uh, finish this uh, lengthy episode with lots of lots of meat in this sandwich this this week. <laughs> so I think this is really all of it. Uh, tons of exciting news, like I said. Hopefully, we'll get even more going forward. Like Aaron, you promised that we're gonna, you know, take it up a notch. So I'm expecting a new announcement, new hero every week now. That's right. Maybe ma- make it two next week. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> uh, all right, you being here. The listeners this late you probably already know who we are and where to find us but just in case you can find our podcast over at readysetpwn.com or at readysetpwn on twitter and really on every podcast platform out there give us a listen a sub a review it all helps us a lot it's been pleasure pleasure as always uh, um follow me at omnistrive follow jordan at sir dr jdm on twitter one man watch point podcast as well for him. He's like, he can't get enough of this stuff. So he, that's he right. More, any plans for more podcasts? Like, Oh, uh, nope, nope, not, not right just now. Just two, <laughs> just, just the two yeah, for now. It takes a lot yeah. of time, but even, even Chris has another podcast. Maybe I should start another one. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, all the cool kids, my, are uh, wife will appreciate it seeing as she's, <laughs> Exactly. You know, taking care of the new board right now all by herself. That's right. Anyways. Also, our dear leader will uh, return <laughs> for the next episode, Chris at Lightforce on Twitter. Any final uh, words of wisdom for us today, Jordan? I don't. Uh, all I'll say is if you didn't get into the beta, you know, keep hitting that F5 button. And uh, hopefully we'll see you there when the rest of us inevitably get there. Oh, yeah, hopefully. For me, my words of wisdom for this week are, I'm already bored. (laughs) (laughs) To quote our first impression of of, of this new game that we're all uh, so looking forward to. And I think that is all. I'll leave you all with the two words, catchphrase. Thank you.